This is James from the Gym Polycast. On this episode, I'll talk about recent good news and some of the uh, bigger wins that have come through the news as of late. Um, just to get it kind of out of the way, uh, you may hear don't necessarily sound as good as I normally do. Um, you know, the COVID, uh, I got it. Um, yay, I guess, whatever. Uh, my wife got it too. Um, and, uh, it, it wasn't too bad. Uh, you know, it's important that you get out and get vaccinated if you haven't already. Um, it's also important that you keep up on your boosters. Um, mine was really only symptomatic for like maybe 48 hours. Uh, what you're hearing right now, uh, is actually, uh, ongoing like sinus and allergy issues. Um, my son ended up getting the flu, which I thought was weird. So, um, you know, my wife and I are, you know, COVID positive. Uh, my son uh, ends up getting the flu uh, and my daughter doesn't get anything at all. So um, it was uh, really interesting. And, and even with the flu, he was COVID negative. It just, you, you can't make this up. You just end up rolling with the punches and, uh, you know, we're all vaccinated. So uh, it was pretty short for all of us. Um, and, uh, everybody's pretty much back to normal. Kids are back to school, back to work. So his wife, uh, so here we are, um, uh, back to the usual routine. Um, I'm trying to get back on doing the podcast. Uh, last night I was still not even really up to, to doing a, a recording as far as my voice goes and everything. So tonight I was able to, especially in light of news that broke today, uh, so without further ado, get into the topic of the podcast, which is uh, the good news and some of the big wins that have happened. So today, Brittany Griner is on her way home. Um, they negotiated her to be uh, sent back uh, in exchange for Victor Boot. Um, you know, it was uh, not always going to be a win. Uh, it wasn't a good situation for the United States to be in. And, uh, you know, if you uh, want to know my viewpoint on Brittany being uh, freed or not, you can listen to uh, the episode that I did on Brittany Griner. It's pretty simple. Obviously, she needed to be freed uh, and very happy that she's on her way home. Um, you know, there's you know, a lot of downsides to uh, the Russians trying these diplomatic games, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um with American citizens. And, uh, you know, hopefully at some point we can um, get all the Americans wrongfully imprisoned in Russia back home. Um, it's going to be a long, long negotiation, uh, but it will ultimately happen. I, I'm pretty optimistic of that, or at least I hope so, at bare minimum. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, um, it's, it's been kind of a wave of good news. Um, the House uh, passed the, uh, the bill that will protect interracial and same-sex marriage. Um, it, this was a big deal. Um, I talked about it before uh, with, the, with uh, the Democrats needing to codify same-sex marriage uh, in light of the Dobbs decision um, or the, the overturning of Roe. Um, I think it's very important uh, that they uh, get this codified, and it's just awaiting uh, Joe Biden's signature. So uh, a big deal 
between those two. Um, you know, more to be kind of, you know, happy about. Uh, gas prices are low. Um, I did a, an episode on inflation where uh, I talked about gas prices and I wasn't sure that we were going to see a two in front of gas prices uh, for a while. Um, and I was right, kind of. Um, it's only been relatively recent that we've seen the lower gas prices, but they have ultimately shown up. There are twos in front of gas prices again. Uh, so that's that's a big deal. You know, lots to be thankful. Uh, hopefully inflation uh, will start to um, go down um, as the gas prices go down as well. Uh, it's going to take consistent lowering of gas prices before uh, you see anything really ease up as far as inflation goes. Um, that's if it even does. Um, you know, there's a point in time where, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of items that used to cost a lot less and they got raised slowly over time. And it almost makes you wonder if a lot of these inflated prices, you know, are here to stay and kind of, as opposed to the, the, the gradual increase of the price, there was a sharp increase of the price in a lot of goods. And, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe it doesn't go down. Um, I hope it does. And, and I think ultimately that it will, um, because if, uh, if prices are too high and they go well beyond cost, ultimately there will be competition. Uh, and so prices will drop down in a lot of industries because of that. So, um, I think, you know, optimistically, uh, over the next six months, um, you, you can see maybe some, uh, ease in inflation. Um, I don't think it's going to drop off per se, but I think it's definitely going to be uh, a little bit better. Um, pessimistically, nothing changes, uh, and, and we continue, uh, a few quarters before we see any change in inflation. Uh, but hopeful throughout that time, regardless of what happens with inflation overall, the gas prices kind of stay where they are. Um, I think that would be perfect um, at minimum. You know, at least something good has happened. I don't know about being perfect, but at least it's uh, some type of compromise. Um, I don't want uh, gas prices to go back up uh, and then inflation to, to continue to, to stay where it is or get worse. Um, you know, jobs are being added. Um, that was another good thing. Uh, jobs reports are looking positive. Economy's growing. Consumer confidence is still high. You know, everything going into Christmas seems to be pretty good. Um, Black Friday sales are pretty good. Uh, there's a lot of indications that the economy's mostly okay in spite of, uh, inflation. So, uh, hopefully, over time, inflation will ease. You'll see lowering in prices with houses, cars, and other goods overall throughout the economy. Whether it's going to be super sharp, um, I don't know. Um, but hopefully, uh, there's some relief uh, in store in the near future. Um, you know, again, lots to be optimistic about. Um, you know, circling back to 
the, the federal government um, and the Biden administration, uh, the midterms kind of turned out to be a win. Um, the uh, least amount of Senate seats lost in midterms since FDR. Um, the Republicans have a narrow uh, majority in the House. Um, they're not really going to be able to get much accomplished except for uh, a lot of obstructionism um, as far as getting um, anything done. I don't think it's going to work out for them. And, um, you know, with this legislation protecting um, the right to marriage, uh, uh, I think the Supreme Court is going to kind of be at bay We'll see what happens with this um, decision that's coming up uh, based on voting laws. Um, we'll see. I think the court is poised to vote for or in favor of the federal government. Uh, and so the states won't have this um, pretty much this complete independence over the elections and, and laws and so forth. Um, there's There's some acronym for the states uh, and this president. I don't remember what it's called, uh, but basically the states have jurisdiction to do whatever they want um, with a certain um, uh, law or a certain thing. And then this point happens to be voting. Um, and I think the, uh, I think the Supreme Court is going to make the right decision. Hopefully um, we will see. Uh, but you know, the overall point, though, you know, with the uh, the House not being an overwhelming majority and it being such a loss during the midterms, um, there was no red wave. Um, you know, I don't think the Supreme Court is going to go crazy. I think the, the overturning of Roe was, fingers crossed, one of the last big upsetting decisions that the Supreme Court's going to make. I I say that and it just it just doesn't seem right coming out of my mouth. Like it seems very uh, naive, but you know, I feel like you know, they're going to be mostly at bay because it it in it's in my opinion honestly that the the overturning of Roe is the main reason why the Republicans lost in the midterms. You know, I think that was a huge uh, swing in momentum, and I don't think it went the way the Republicans thought it was going to. And I hope that the Supreme Court learned their lesson. And when you make shocking and upsetting decisions, it has ramifications, and major ramifications that. Uh, so much so that um, the the president just basically wins the midterms. I mean, that's a very few amount of House seats lost and the least amount of uh, Senate seats lost uh, in the first midterms since FDR. That's a big deal. Uh, and then, you know, there's other wins the Democrats got as well because there were a lot of governor races uh, that the uh, that the Democrats want, so um, you know, lots of um, lots of things to to be enthusiastic about. Now, 
you know, once the uh, lame duck uh, Senate and House is done, uh, you know, everybody will come in and get sworn in. Uh, there's probably going to be uh, a lot of obstruction and halting of pretty much any progress. Um, uh, so just keep that in mind. A lot of gridlock coming. Uh, but I think all the Democrat strategists were aware of it, and many of them will take the wins of the midterms, especially gaining an additional seat in the Senate so it no longer requires VP Harris to break a tie and really only requires uh, ringing in one of the two Mavericks to get things passed should um, VP Harris's uh, vote need to be used. So, um, you know, kind of a, kind of a win. I think, I think you can go uh, into the next two years pretty confident. Um, Joe Biden's pretty much going to run. We know Trump's already running. Who knows who else is going to be running uh, for the Republican side. Um, we'll see on that. Um, but I think there's a lot of momentum that the Democrats can use going into 2024. And they can say, hey, look, you know, um, these last two years, they haven't been that great. Been a lot of gridlock, um, a lot of obstructionism. That's because of the do-nothing Republicans that don't care about the American people and all they want to do is obstruct. They don't want any type of bipartisanship and their extreme MAGA agenda is going to grind the government to a halt. And whether you completely agree that the government should be around or not, a lot of people really don't want it to grind to a halt. So there's a lot the Democrats can use going into 2024. So, um, you know, lots to be, lots to be happy about. Um, that's all I have for this episode of the Jim Polycast. Uh, thank you for listening. Be sure to like the Jim Polycast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Have a good night.